Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm going to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can retain more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Hey, one more thing. Let's talk about the thing that we all want more of. That's energy. And I've been trying to find a way to keep my energy levels steady throughout the entire day, especially in the afternoon. And coffee on its own just wasn't cutting it. In all honesty, I've been trying to keep coffee to just the morning. Thankfully, I found this little shot. I started using Magic Mind and it has become my best friend. As a mama, it helps me to stay focused, productive, and feel energized heading into the evening so I can tackle everything that I need to get done. And it has ingredients that I absolutely love, including matcha, ashwagandha, and rhodiola. Now I can totally stand behind it because it works and I know it can help anyone else who struggles with lagging energy throughout the day. And guess what? I have a 20% off code to share with you. It's Marisa20. To use it, you can go to magicmind.co slash Marisa and enter the code Marisa20 at checkout. Now, the best part is they have a money back guarantee. And if you get on subscription, which is what we do, it's a 40% off discount. And my 40% off code only lasts 10 days. So you're going to want to hurry. Let's dive in. Like many kids, I grew up on an insane amount of sugar from earlier than I can remember. Breakfast most days of the week were cereal and milk, and my favorite breakfast cereal, although I'm embarrassed to admit it, was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And even as a young adult, I wasn't concerned about high blood sugar or a metabolic impact of eating refined carbs or sugar because I was told, like most of us, that there was no real concern. I mean, for a long time, we believed that sugar wasn't even causing diabetes, right? I just figured as long as I ate healthy foods and worked out, I would be fine. Now I know how wrong I was, and I have struggled with health issues that I initially thought were never related to the amount of processed sugar I was consuming, like period problems, headaches, brain fog, and feeling tired and moody. So today, I want to clear the air and share four myths about high blood sugar that many of us have been told for years and that some doctors are still believing. Now, before I do that, I just want to share that 92 plus percent of us experience high blood sugar spikes throughout the week, some even more. So these handful of misconceptions surrounding high blood sugar, we've got to just knock to the curb. That way we can start to restore our metabolic function. And here's the deal. Some of you may have heard these before, but some of you may have not heard them because again, these myths have proliferated across doctor's offices, our culture, because we never wanted to vilify sugar, right? Do you remember the 1990s? <laughs> I do. I remember snack wells in my house. I remember, you know, low fat, high sugar desserts and crackers and processed foods. And I mean, look at where that has gotten us, right? Only 8% of adults in the U.S. have good metabolic function. That means 92% of us are struggling with some level of metabolic issue. And most often it's related to blood sugar issues. So Without further ado, I want to dive into myth number one. Number one, only diabetics get high glucose values. Now, this was a myth that I 100% believed in for many years, but 
It's simply not true. We know that many of us experience high glucose levels throughout the week. Now, while a high glucose value can indicate diabetes, non-diabetics can also have higher values than normal. When researchers studied people wearing a continuous glucose monitor who did not have a diabetes diagnosis, they found that 93% of individuals reach glucose levels that are considered very dangerous, meaning in the diabetic range, with 10% of us spending over two hours per day in these dangerous levels. Now, it's important to note that when we get our fasting blood glucose, so often we're not able to capture these abnormalities. So you may go to the doctor once a year, get your fasting blood glucose run, and it looks pretty okay. But that doesn't give us a clear picture of what's happening every single day throughout the year. And that's why I'm such a big proponent of wearing a continuous glucose monitor, even for a couple of weeks, because man, it is so eye-opening to see which foods, even maybe potentially healthy foods, are causing high blood sugar spikes. Now, there are actually several causes of high blood sugar unrelated to diabetes that the CDC recognizes. These include certain foods, obviously, like artificial sweeteners and even coffee. Like I cannot tell you how many people, how many women in particular that I know, an Americano in the morning before food will 100% raise their blood sugar. Now, I am happy to report that that is not me, but again, it could be you, right? you simply wouldn't know unless you were looking on a continuous glucose monitor to see what happened if you just had straight black coffee before food. Now, other factors like stress can do it as well. If you live with an endocrine issue or an autoimmune condition or a pancreatic condition, you had surgery recently or you're experiencing intense physical stress, say from a sunburn even, you may also see a rise in glucose values. Now, real talk, Having high blood sugar can come as a surprise to anyone. It was definitely a surprise to me. And that's why it's important to get your hemoglobin A1C checked at least once a year. And if you are very concerned that you may have high blood sugar issues, I do recommend at some point investing in a continuous glucose monitor because the more we can know about our bodies, the better. Now, I do have a previous episode where I shared the three most common symptoms to look out for when you're experiencing high blood sugar, basically spikes and crashes. And I want to just share those with you right now, because when we are clear what these most common symptoms are, we can be looking out for them on a weekly basis, on a weekend basis, just kind of see, is this happening to my body? So the first one is feeling hungry two to three hours after your last meal, like you are ready to eat a whole nother meal. You are so starving. That is a good indicator that you are experiencing a blood sugar spike and crash. Number two, you are experiencing killer cravings for salty foods or sugary foods, and they come out of nowhere. That's also a possibility of a blood sugar spike and crash. And then the last one is feeling lethargic and tired. So if you're experiencing one, two, or three of these symptoms on a consistent basis, it is absolutely worth looking into some strategies to blunt a blood sugar response. All right, myth number two, all carbs are created equal. Well, we know that is not true, right? It's like saying all calories are created equal. This is simply not true. And I know that there are people still holding on to these beliefs and they need to let them go. 
So when we think about carbs, right? When we think about refined carbs, like donuts and cakes and crackers, even pasta and bread, it's a very different ball game than things like blueberries and sweet potatoes and broccoli and cauliflower and quinoa, right? These are very different animals altogether. So it's simply not true. Now we can even take pasta, for example. And I like using pasta as an example because I just got back from Italy where I had some pretty incredible pasta, not gonna lie. And despite containing similar amounts of carbohydrates, one serving of pasta could have a hugely different effect on your blood sugar than one serving of a different type of pasta, right? There's a lot of different factors that go into this. Likewise, that serving of pasta may have an entirely different effect on your blood glucose levels than your friends or even your family members. Because at the end of the day, we are all unique and there are multiple factors at play, right? You could be having pasta with a cream sauce versus pasta with a ragu meat sauce. And those would have a different response on the system. So again, there's multiple factors at play. And to say that all carbs are created equal is just, it's just crazy talk. All right, leading me to number three, which is the myth that high blood glucose isn't preventable. Now this one just makes me gasp because there was a belief and there probably may even still be a belief out there that high blood sugar is genetic. There is nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do to reverse it. If you have high blood sugar, it was always your destiny. And this is a flat out lie. We've got to change the narrative here. We know that we can reverse insulin resistance. We know that we can reverse high fasting blood glucose, even prediabetes and diabetes. I know several people that have reversed type two diabetes and prediabetes, right? So according to the CDC, managing our stress, staying active, like walking after meals, and maintain a balanced diet filled with hormone-loving foods like tons of fiber, protein, and healthy fats can help to prevent the development of prediabetes and type 2 diabetes. It does not have to be our sentence. You know, one of the things that I've shared a lot on the show is that I do have a strong genetic propensity towards type 2 diabetes. And I have a lot of family members with type 2 diabetes on the Mexican side of my family. And so, you know, knowing that, am I extra cautious? Am I careful? I do know that I can dim down that genetic propensity so much so that it will never happen. And that's my goal to keep my blood sugar in such an optimal range that I never see the sight of prediabetes or diabetes. So I just want you to know if you're thinking, oh my gosh, there's so many friends and family members in my life that have got type 2 diabetes or prediabetes or insulin resistance, that does not have to be your fate at all. And in this show, I share so many strategies for reducing high blood glucose and you can do this without a lot of effort. That's what I love. It is so easy to really see results in real time as you begin to implement those strategies. So if you want, if you're like, I need the strategies, Dr. Marisa, go to episode 410. And this was my episode where I talk about the biggest takeaways from wearing a continuous glucose monitor for the past year. So in that episode, I share many of the ways that you can drop your blood sugar number. And, you know, I spent the last year and a half on and off wearing a continuous glucose monitor to continue to perfect and just really learn about my body's metabolic health. And it has been, gosh, the most eye-opening experience around just up-leveling how I feel, up-leveling my energy, and knowing that I am setting my body up for success for many, many years to come. So again, episode 410 is worth a listen to. All right, myth number four. 
if my A1C is normal, my glucose is good. So an A1C result that's below 5.7% is considered normal. Technically, 5.7% is diabetic range. So I want you to be way below this. But having a result below that number isn't the end of the story, right? Pregnancy, hemoglobin variants, anemia, liver disease, and certain medications can cause inaccurate hemoglobin A1C results. Additionally, the A1C test is measuring your average glucose value over the past three months, but averages inherently don't capture the highs and the lows, right? The super important to note. So you could have a normal average hemoglobin A1C score, but have abnormal glucose spikes. You know, when you go to your doctor annually, because that's in the US, that's probably the amount of times they're gonna be willing to run it unless there's problems with the hemoglobin A1C. But let's say you have a hemoglobin A1C of 5.4. Does that mean that you are never spiking your blood sugar? Not at all. If you go out on a Friday night and have a margarita and eat chips and salsa and then have a burrito, best believe you are gonna spike your blood sugar. And then maybe you have a churro afterwards, right? Because you're eating at a Mexican restaurant. You're definitely gonna spike your blood sugar. I don't care if you've got a hemoglobin A1C of 4.9, you're still gonna be spiking your blood sugar with that kind of meal, right? That's the deal. So when it boils down to our metabolic health, the more we can know about our bodies, the better along we are with having wonderful blood sugar across the board. Remember, I share this all the time, having stable blood sugar throughout the day is the name of the game. And the best way to do that is having some blood sugar hacks at your disposal so that you can easily implement them without any kind of overwhelm. And that's literally what I want for you. Now, do I think a hemoglobin A1C test is important? 100%. Do I think it's, again, just a snapshot of just three months, but it doesn't give you all the variables of what's going on? Absolutely. And that's the thing about lab tests. They can give us a good sense of what's going on, but they're not looking at the day-to-day, -day, right? That's not what lab tests are doing for us. So again, if blood sugar is a concern or metabolic health is something that you want to focus on, I highly recommend adopting some really great blood sugar hacks. If you want to know my absolute favorite blood sugar hacks, I have another episode I want you to go check out. It's episode 391 and it's how I use blood sugar hacks to enhance my brain and skyrocket my energy levels. In this episode, I share the best research hacks that will move the needle on getting your fasting blood sugar into optimal range and skyrocketing your energy levels as a result, just like they did me. So if you are looking for some hacks, if you're looking for ways to really support your metabolism for longevity, vitality, mood support, brain support, the whole nine, but to also get your blood sugar in an optimal range, then go and check out that episode 391. So I just want to say, as always, thank you so much for listening in on the Essentially You podcast today. If you are loving the tips inside of these episodes, be sure to subscribe to the show for more easy tips to heal your hormones and to ultimately upgrade your health. Until the next episode, have an amazing day.